0: cliffcentral.com. Well, we're lucky that every month we get to speak to JJ Cornish twice, and we usually get to do a quick update of what's going on on the African continent. It's brought to you by the Joburg Business School, the Johannesburg Business School. You can find out more about them by following the links on cliffcentral.com. But every other time we get to speak to JJ, we find out about one or two of the the more um, curious African countries. And there are so many that we could go through that we'll be busy doing this for years. But today, we're lucky enough to find out about the country called Somaliland. Yep, there is such a place. It's not a figment of my imagination. It's also not a made-up word. Uh, JJ, what can you tell us
1: about Somaliland? Well, <laughs> Gareth, Somaliland is uh, in the Horn of Africa. So in the Horn of Africa, which looks like a seven, the very mm-hmm. top of the seven would be Somaliland with the point, uh, right. which that would be Puntland, also a semi-autonomous body. Now, Somaliland was a British colony and it got independence in 1960. Uh, it At the same time as Somalia which was an Italian colony, got independence. Mm-hmm. Now, they were independent and separate for about uh, a few days until they joined into Somalia as part of what was hoped to become the Greater Somalia, which would have been brought in parts of Ethiopia and Kenya. Well, that never happened, and Somalia... Went from bad to worse, and it finally got this dictator, Siad Barre, who turned on rebels in Somaliland up in the north of the country and mm-hmm. used Mogadishu Airport, which is the airport of, in the capital, Mogadishu. Um, sorry, Hargesa, I do apologize. Hargesa, the capital of Somaliland. Right, and used Mog- Mogadishu, Mogadishu is the capital of Somalia. Right? Somalia, down yeah. south, so sorry. Uh, so, I'm confusing you completely, I trust. But uh, <laughs> all right. Hargesa, and, and from Hargesa, they bombed the city of Hargesa, the capital, so that one stand, stone didn't stand upon another. It was absolutely appalling what they did. In 1991, uh, Somali land declared independence from Somalia. Right. And uh, they, they had elections and a certain uh, Mohamed Egal became the president now mohamed egal as it happens uh, wasn't well and in 1993 he died at one military hospital in pretoria oh really and uh, yes indeed i i went back with an, an empty plane and his coffin to bury him in Hargesa. uh and uh, there of course uh, he uh, was well he, he was buried uh, in the, in the port city uh which is uh, berbera where where uh, which is used by ethiopia landlocked ethiopia uses the somaliland port of berbera okay now the interesting thing was he died and the next day uh, his deputy uh dahir rayal khan took over so it was a seamless takeover and that is what has been happening in Somalia. It has an absolutely fully-fledged democracy. Now, hmm. why do you think uh, that African countries and other countries would not recognize this fact that in the troubled horn of Africa, you have a, demo- a working democracy? Well, the fact is, you know, Africa has this view of not, of recognizing colonial boundaries for better or for worse. And, uh, so not allowing countries to secede or to break the colonial boundaries. The fact is, though, Somali land was independent, uh, of Britain and it of its own volition joined with Somalia. And mm-hmm. so it, it doesn't meet that criteria of secession, uh, as a, as a, a country. Uh, You know, that that has broken its colonial boundaries. Its its colonial boundaries were set and recognized on independence in 1960. So it really should. South Africa has close links with it. Ethiopia, as I say, using the port of Berbera has close links with it. But uh, neither has taken, had the gumption to to, uh, recognize, to tie the the diplomatic knot.
0: This seems so arbitrary and, and random that, that some countries, you know, as long as they fulfill certain criteria we recognize and others we don't. I mean, you know, South Sudan declared themselves an independent state and some, somehow they are now recognized as a, as a fully-fledged country. It seems almost unfair that the people of Somaliland aren't given the same recognition.
1: It, it is absolutely unfair. In- South Sudan, I mean, I fully support what happened in South Sudan. It ended a long, long running civil war, one of the longest civil wars on the continent. Now, for Somalia, uh, you know, the, the, they have started some talks mediated by uh, the Ethiopian Prime Minister, Abiy Ahmed, and by Omar Uma Gale, the uh, president of Djibouti. They, they've started some talks, but mm-hmm. that, that hasn't eventuated in anything like and understanding. And uh, by comparison, and uh, various countries uh, recognize the uh, democratic advances made by Somaliland. So but, what kind
0: of, uh, what, what kind of um, I mean, how does this country manage to survive? Because I don't think Somaliland, besides this port, which Ethiopia obviously use and pay them for, I mean, it's not a very fertile part of the world. That, that's, that horn of Africa is known for you know, instability in in Somalia, the the pirates all over the place. Um, It must be very, very difficult for people to eke out an
1: existence in a place like that. It it really is. As I say, the port is important to them and uh, they do uh, export across the Gulf of Aden into uh, that part of the the world, uh, black-headed sheep and they export camels. And Uh so they've got some agricultural and livestock exports. And that keeps them going. But uh, they're trying their, their level best, you know. The, the sure. fact is, they hopefully now that they've established relations with Taiwan, another country that is short of friends. It has only 12 or 15 around the world that recognize the Taiwan. They, right. Somaliland and Taiwan, have now tied the knot, uh, much to the chagrin of the uh, Chinese, of course. Yes. But uh, maybe that will benefit. The only African diplomatic ally that uh, Taiwan has in Africa is in Eswatini, uh, and they play their famous checkbook diplomacy there. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they will do the same with Somaliland. But uh, it, it, so it's not a country that prospers, but it is a country that struggles on, and as I say, has a fully fledged democracy that works. You know, it seems
0: so, so odd to me that, we, you know, we deal with little countries like this. There's also Djibouti, which you mentioned just a moment or two ago. Uh, Djibouti, Somalia, Somaliland, land, Eritrea's in that area too, Ethiopia, and all of these countries kind of struggling for their own survival. The, the big player, obviously, there is Ethiopia in that part of the world. Um, the, the, the power balance
1: is very much in their favor, right? I'm glad you mentioned Djibouti because why is China so... Uh, uh... Were put out by the Taiwanese move on uh, Somaliland. Well, the only foreign military base that China has anywhere on the planet is in Djibouti, right next door to Somaliland. So you know, it's been it's a very very significant move that Taiwan has made, and no wonder China is upset. What an interesting
0: place. A proper democracy it seems to be run pretty well. It seems to be one of the places that doesn't deserve all the, um, the hardship that they keep seeming to, to stumble into. But thank you. Now, at least I know a little bit about Somaliland and, and the rest of us can start talking about this at the coffee machine when we get back to work and we'll sound very, very smart. Thank you, JJ.
1: You're very welcome. Why don't we become the first country to recognize it, South Africa, with our moral high ground? You know, South Africa has in the past, or ministers have said, I don't know if they've said it on the record, but said to me that we will be the second country to recognize them. So they're waiting for somebody to take the first brave step. Why don't we do it? I would like, I'd love to see our country be brave for
0: once, but it seems like we also get our marching orders from China a lot of the time. Thanks, JJ. Awesome. 'll we'll see you later cliffcent.com